The subject of the ninth perek is Hataras Nadorim, annulling a vow by going to a Talmud Chacham or to a basin of three judges in order to annul and cancel your vow so that you would be able to benefit from the thing which you prohibited upon yourself. And as we began to see in the first mission of the perek, the way that a Chacham does this is by finding a Pesach. A Pesach is a particular consequence of the neder, which the person who made the neder, had he thought about that and realised the consequence at the time that he made the neder, he wouldn't have made the neder. And he comes to the Talmud Chacham and saying that had I known about this, that I thought about it back then, then I wouldn't have made a neder. This just didn't come up in my mind that this would happen. Then the Talmud Chacham would annul the neder. Now, one of the crucial parts of this process of finding the Pesach is that the person who made the neder really regrets making the neder. But not just that he regrets it, he says that had I known, had I thought about this even, when I made the neder, had someone come to me when I was about to make the neder and said, you do realize that such and such a consequence might happen, had that happened, I would not have made the neder. That is a good Pesach, and Chochem would have the power to cancel the neder. What about something called Neilod? Neilod refers to something which is an unlikely thing to happen. It's a very unlikely consequence, which means that even at the time of the neder, had somebody told me you should just know that such and such a possibility might happen, that wouldn't have stopped me making the neder. Because I would have said, nah, it's so unlikely to happen anyway, you're, you're right, if that's definitely going to happen, if I know that it would happen, I wouldn't make the neder. But you know what, it's so unlikely that it's going to happen, that I'll make the neder anyway. So the question is, can that serve as a good Pesach? The Oedom Rebeliezer says the Mishnah Rebeliezer furthermore said, in addition to what he said in the previous Mishnah, that the honour of one's parents can be a good Pesach, he also said that Paischen ban Neilod, a consequence which is Neilod, is also a valid Pesach. However, the Chacham Eishon the Chacham forbid one to use this Pesach, because the entire mechanism of the Pesach works by you saying that had I realised this, I wouldn't have made the Neder. When it comes to Neulad, that's not true. Had you realized this consequence, you still would have made the neder. Because you would have said, it's not going to happen. So this would not have stopped you making the neder. However, Eliezer learns this from a particular episode in the Torah, where Moshe Rabbeinu, when he ran away from Mitzrayim, because Dosan and Aviram told Parai that Moshe had killed an Egyptian, so he was in danger for his life, so he ran away. And he stayed with Yisrael, and he promised Yisrael he made a Shavua, an oath that he wouldn't leave him. And he wouldn't go back to Mitzrayim. But later on, Hashem appeared to Moshe, and he told him that Dosan and Aviram had died, and that you, Moshe Rabbeinu, have to return to Mitzrayim to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. And Moshe indeed went back, so it must be that he was able to cancel his neder somehow. And of course, what would the Pesach be? The entire reason why he ran away and made a Shavuot to Yisra that he wouldn't go back is because it was a danger to his life to go back. But now that Hashem told him that Dosan and Aviram had died, so had he realized that consequence at the time that he made the Shavua, he wouldn't have made the Shavua. And so that was the Pesach used in order to annul his Shavua, and somebody dying, the death of both Dosan and Aviram was considered to be an unlikely consequence, and therefore this comes under the category of Neulod, and yet that worked as a Pesach. Jabriyazir says, we learn from here, that Neulod is also a valid Pesach. Now the truth is, the Chachom argue, because according to the Chachomim, when it says in the Posuk that Dosan and Aviram died, it doesn't mean they literally died. There are a number of types of people who, because of their very dire situation in life, the Torah considers it as if they are dead. There are certain aspects where it's considered as if they are dead, because of how much they are lacking. 
And one such person is a poor person. So according to the Chachomim, Dosan and Aviyom did not die, rather they became poor. And to become poor, that's not considered to be unlikely. Money gets transferred from people all the time, people become wealthier, people become poorer, and therefore that's not considered to be no lot, so there is no proof for Rebeliezer according to the Chachomim. Be it as it may, the logic of Rebeliezer is that even though it's true that it wouldn't have stopped him making the neder, had he known that this would definitely happen, had you told him not just that this might happen, but had he known when he made the neder that this would happen, then he certainly wouldn't have made the neder, had he known this consequence. So according to Rebeliezer, that is enough to be considered a valid Pesach for Hatoras Nedarim. Kate said, how so? What is an example of Neulad? Oh my, if somebody said, I'm making a neder that I won't benefit from a certain person. And then that person, Vanessa Sofer, he became a scribe. Others explain it to me that he became a Talmud Chacham. Or he was marrying off his son to a relative of this man and he wanted to be at the wedding. Again, the fact that this man would marry off his son to this person's relative was very unlikely. And therefore it comes under the category of Neulod. For Omar and this person said, Had I known that he would become a scribe or that he would end up marrying off his son to a relative of mine, I would not have made the nether. And these are always going to be the magical words throughout this whole parak. He has to say, had I known, I wouldn't have made the neder. And the Mishnah brings another example. If somebody said, I'm making a neder about this house, that I'm not going to enter this house, and then that house turned into a shul, and he wanted to daven there. Omar, and he said the magical words, Had I known that this would become a shul, I would not have made a neder. Rebeliezer mater. Rebeliezer permits one to use this noilod as a Pesach. But Vachachom Eisim, Vachachom forbid it, because at the end of the day, he can't say that had I thought about this at the time of the neder, I wouldn't have made the neder, because it's not true, since he would have told himself it's not going to happen anyway, and so that would not have prevented him from making the neder. Mishnah Gimel, if somebody makes a neder on condition, and the condition is not fulfilled, or if somebody makes a neder as long as a particular reality exists, but then that changes, so then there's no question about it that one does not need to cancel the neder via going to a chacham, because the neder in itself was only valid, and it only made it to start with, as long as the condition is fulfilled, or as long as that reality which he talked about still exists. So in such a case, he certainly wouldn't need to go to a chacham in order to cancel the neder. This mission discusses a case where somebody made a neder, and within the neder he said the reason why he's making the neder. But he did not say it in the form of a condition. And he also didn't say that the neder should only prohibit me as long as this is the reality. However, he said within the neder, the reason why I'm making the neder is because of this. Rameir Rameir says, in such a case, he'll give the example later on, but for now he says, Yesh devarim. There are certain things, Shehein kan noilod, which are considered to be like noilod. It's similar to noilod in some ways, but ve'enun kan noilod. They are not considered to be like Neulod, meaning a mayor holds like the Chachomim, that in general Neulod is not a valid Pesach, but he says the following things which are similar to Neulod, this would be a valid Pesach. However, the Chachom did not agree with the mayor. There are versions in the Gemara which read that the Chachom did agree with the mayor, but be as it may, what example are we talking about? Kate said, how so? Omar, if somebody says, He makes a neder that I'm not going to marry so-and-so, a particular woman, because her father is wicked. So he didn't say that I'm making a neder as long as he is still wicked, or I'm making a neder on condition that he is wicked. Rather, he said, I'm making a neder. Why? Because he's, he's a wicked man. And then later on, Omuloi, people told him, Mace, that her father died. 
Uh, also tshuva, or he did repentance, he is no longer a wicked man. Or a different example, I'm making a neder regarding this house that I will not enter the house, because there is a evil dog inside it, or because there is a snake inside the house. People told him, the the, the dog died, the generic anachosh, or the snake was killed. All of the things which happened are unexpected. So really, this is exactly the same as a Nolod case. The one difference, however, is that within the neder, he said that the whole reason why he's making the neder is because of this reason. So in such a case, says Mayor, Harihen ka Nolod. This is really like Nolod because it's exactly the same as a Nolod case. The only difference being that he, he said this within the neder. And because of that, the Einum Ka Noilod, the Halacha is not like Noilod, because this is a valid Pesach, the Ein Chachom Meilim Noi, but the Chachom did not agree with Rabbi Meir. Now because he didn't say it in the form of a condition, and he didn't say that the Nedr should only last as long as this is the true reality, so that's why you do need to go to a Chachom in order to cancel the Nedr. However, this will be a valid Pesach, since within his Nedr he said that the entire reason for the Nedr was because of that. We learned at the beginning of this parak of a particular Pesach, which is not a valid Pesach, and that is if I were, if the Chochon would ask him, had you realized that making a neder is actually considered to be a bad thing in the Torah, and it brings a dishonor to Hashem, you're putting yourself in the danger of violating more Averus, had you re- realized that this dishonors Hashem, would you have made a neder? So that is not a valid Pesach. The, one of the reasons which we gave was because it would lead to people cancelling their own adorim always and not going to a chacham. Since this Pesach is really relevant to every single neder, so whenever somebody makes a neder and he wants to cancel it, he'll use this as a Pesach. He'll think there's no point in me going to a chacham because I know that this Pesach works and he'll cancel the neder himself. Of course, that doesn't work because in order to cancel a neder, somebody else needs to do it. But people will come to think that that works and because of that, this Pesach, which is relevant to every single neder, cannot be a valid Pesach. That having been said, if there are particular Averis which are caused by this person's neder, so that can be used as a Pesach. Since they are specific Averis, so they're not relevant to every single neder, because of that, the Oedom Abimeir, Abimeir furthermore said that the Beistin or the Chacham, they can use the Pesach of a Pesach in the Torah. They can say to this man who made the neder, Had you known that you are transgressing the following Averis, and of course they would only say the one which was relevant, and this wouldn't necessarily be in every neder, but a neder which leads to the Avera of Allah that you cannot take revenge, you cannot bear a grudge, and because of this person's neder, he is in a way taking revenge. Let's say somebody did something to him, and he made a neder that he's not going to give him any benefit, so now he can't do anything for him, and that is revenge. But he might not have thought of it at that time. It might not have, have occurred to him that he's violating a Navira in the Torah. So the Chacham can say, had you realized that this is a Navira in the Torah, would you have made a Neder? And if he says no, then that would be a valid Pesach. The that you cannot hate your brother in your heart. If let's say somebody made the neder because of the hatred which he felt towards somebody else. So as long as this neder still obligates him, that avera of showing hatred and not being able to give benefit to the other person, that continues to exist. Or the commandment that you should love your friend like you love yourself. The life of your brother must be with you. 
meaning you have to make sure that other Jews have enough money to live. And Shema Ya'ani, had you known that perhaps this person would become poor, that Einat and you're not able to support him. So if indeed that is the case, and that would be a valid Pesach. So as long as this person says the words which he has to say every time, for Omar, if he said, had I known that this would be the case, I would not have made the nether, then Haizamutar, the nether would be permitted, and the Chochom could use this Pesach, or the Beistin could use this Pesach as a way to cancel the nether. The Beistin could use the following Pesach for a person, and that is the Kasuba of their wife. A Kasuba is a document written at the time of marriage, which apart from many of the conditions and obligations of marriage which are written in the Kasuba, the main part of the Kasuba is that he obligates himself to pay her a particular amount of money. If he divorces her or if he dies before she does, then she would receive that amount from his inheritance. Now the typical amount which the Kasuba is, is 200 or 100 Zuz, depending on whether it's her first marriage or not. The Kasuba is 100 or 200 Zuz, which happens to be quite a lot of money. 200 Zuz is probably enough just about to support someone for an entire year. And the halacha is if somebody makes a neder that their wife cannot benefit from them, or if he forbids them from having relations, so that's one of the necessary parts of a marriage, and therefore he would be obligated to divorce her if they are forbidden to have relations together. So if he made such a neder which obligates him to divorce her, a valid Pesach would be to say that I didn't realize, or I didn't take into account the fact that I would need to divorce her and have to pay her the kasuba. We're talking about the kasuba itself, and I realized that I would have to pay this amount of money, I wouldn't have made the neder. There was a story which once happened with a particular man who made a neder not to benefit from his wife. And her kasuba, which he wrote at the time of marriage, was 400 zuz. 400 dinar. So this is double the regular amount of the kasuba. So it's an even larger amount of money. Why exactly it would be 400 zuz? So either he promised at the time of marriage more than he had to, if he agrees to that at the time of marriage, he is able to add on to the kasuba. Alternatively, the Mishnah in Kasuba says that a particular Beistin, when it came to the daughter of a Koyain, because she had better ancestry, better lineage, it was considered to be a bigger honor to marry her. And that Beistin would obligate one who marries a Bas Koyain to write a kasuba of 400 Zuz. So this is possibly where the 400 Zuz came from. Be as it may, because he made a neder that he wouldn't be able to have benefit from her, he was obligated to divorce her and therefore to give her 400 zuz. Wolf Rabbi Akiva, and he came in front of Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Akiva told him that you're obligated to divorce her, and he obligated her, him to give her her full kasuba. Oh my lord, this person said to Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi, my teacher, my father when he died left behind only 800 dinar. The more explains is talking about land which is worth 800 dinar because the kasuba was paid using land. So he left behind land worth 800 dinar, and that's it. And Venotal Ochi Arameis, my brother took 400. and I took half of the field, 400 zuz worth. And you now want me to really give the entire inheritance that I received to her. Is it not enough that she'll just take 200 zuz, which is anyway the regular amount for the kasuba, and I'll take 200 even if you sell the hair of your head, even if it will mean you're totally poor, you are still obligated to give her her kasuba. 
Fact is, the Kasuba is 400 zuz. You're obligated to give her 400 zuz. If right now it will make you be left with absolutely nothing, so maybe now you can give her 200 zuz. And when you get more money, give her 200 zuz later on. But you are certainly obligated to give her her full Kasuba. Oh my loy. At this point, this man said to Akiva the magical words, Had I known that this would be the case, I would not have made the neder. Vetira Akiva. And Akiva permitted the woman to remain married to him meaning he cancelled the neder, and he remained married and he was not obligated to divorce her and to give her the kasuba.